Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors. And today I have on a TV chef, food blogger, and best-selling author. Let's welcome the extraordinary Katie Chin. Hi, Katie. Hey, Catherine. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, my God. We've had so much fun this week. We so. Really it's have. great to have this crescendo of having you on my show. I know. We've, yeah. we've packed a lot in. We did. So, you know, uh, let's tell everybody at home, like, you have just this an amazing background and story, and you do so many things. I was saying, you know, people say, I do a lot of things, but I think, I feel like I'm standing still when I look at all the things that you're doing. Uh, so let's, like, tackle some of them. Um First of all, I, you know, as I mentioned, everybody, uh, you're a TV chef, you're um, a food blogger, a best-selling author, and I want to mention that you were just uh, featured on the Kelly Clarkson show. I was. That was super fun to see my friend on there, and you did such a great job. You and Rita Wilson were on there, and it was super fun. You just seem like you are having a blast with everything you do. Am I right? I really am. Yeah. I mean, life is short, right? Yeah, and right. You, you've got to make the most of it. And I think we've learned a lot from COVID as well, right? Yes. yes. So um, I just, you know, I've, I've had nine lives. So <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy every one of them. Yeah. Well, here's to 99 more. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see, where do we start? Because you do all these cool things. And what I love is that you're really doing everything that you really love, right? And, and I think every week I like to talk about, you know, having people on that are just passionate about what they're doing. And that's you, every fiber of your being, right? Um, passionate about life, passionate about food, passionate about people. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I was so blessed to have you cater our film wrap party for Show Her the Money. Um, and that was just magical. That was last week and it was so fun. And uh, everybody was raving about the food. Tell me about your food background and how you got into this. Um, I mean, I know, but of course our listeners don't know the extraordinary story about your mom uh, being an immigrant here to the country and uh, the good fortune that brought her into the restaurant business. But I'm going to let you tell that story. Well, well, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I do love sharing the story because I feel it's so inspirational. My mother's story. It's it going to take a moment because it and is. it's its important to tell. So my mother immigrated from China in 1956. Yeah. She was a seamstress making just 50 cents an hour. Wow. But she always loved to cook. And then one day she threw a luncheon for some of her sewing clients. And they were blown away by her cuisine because they had never had authentic Chinese cuisine back in the 60s and 70s. And they encouraged her to start teaching classes and to cater. So she did that, and little by little, she grew this catering business out of our tiny home in Minneapolis, Minnesota, okay? And she didn't even have a car. She had to take the bus, right? Oh, my God. Uh, but anyway, she grew a following, and then one day she caught the eye of a local socialite who wanted to open a restaurant with my mom. 
And that socialite happened to be friends with the owner of the Minnesota Twins. Now, the owner of the Minnesota Twins happened to be friends with Sean Connery. What? It's like a crazy, it's a crazy yeah. story. Talk about kismet. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. crazy. So Sean Connery happened to go to Minneapolis to visit his friend, Robert Redford, who was directing the film Ordinary People. Oh, my gosh. And so someone threw a welcome party and hired my mom to cater it, and I was there. Oh, wait. Let me just interject. Another movie party. Yes, another moosey. It's <laughs> yeah. all coming full circle. Yeah. And um, I was there serving dumplings to Robert Redford and Sean Connery. And how old were you then? I was, I think I was like nine. Wow. So then I... Uh, so this was like 20 years ago. Yeah, 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 <laughs> at least. Anyway, so um, uh, Robert Redford was really shy, but I, I handed the dumplings to Sean Connery and he turned around and he said, Oh, nice dumplings. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. And he too fell in love with my mother's cuisine and decided to invest in my mother's first restaurant. And when people got wind of that, of course, there were lines around the block. She opened right. more and more restaurants. And by the 80s, she had over 40 restaurants. Wow. She then sold her company to General Mills and they made her president of the division, even though she never even went to high school. This is like the most incredible story. Your mother must have had like a, a, a you know, angels above her. I mean, this story is incredible, right? She, re I mean, she yeah. really did. And just think about, you So know. she, wait, let's slow it down a little bit. So she built over 40 restaurants and then General Mills bought it and made her head of the department. This is like the craziest story. She must have been so extraordinary. She was yeah. extraordinary. Yeah. I mean, she told me even as a And has girl, passed it on to you, by the way. Well, yeah. not all of the financial acumen <laughs> but you know well, that always follows yeah well yeah. she in fact told me when she was a little girl it back in china in mainland china she could yeah. uh do the abacus so quickly that crowds would gather around her wow so she was just born with an, an innate uh business sense yeah that's so, amazing so general mills went on to build it into a chain of over 50 restaurants worth over 50 wow. million dollars and then she ended up buying it back oh wow yeah she bought it back. She bought it back. And then what happened? So she bought it back, and then she ended up not selling it, but some VCs did take over, and then she ended up retiring. Okay. So this cuts back to me. So yeah. I grew up working in this tiny catering kitchen. Yeah. Um, while all the other kids were at the mall or ice skating, I was stuck in a basement frying chicken pieces. Right. So I was like, get me the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> it's freezing right. cold. Yeah. Not very diverse at the time. Right. And I just wanted to break away from that. So yeah. I uh, moved to L.A. after college. I worked in the entertainment industry for 14 years. I did film and TV marketing at studios like Disney and Fox and Universal. Universal. Yeah. And I always felt like something was missing, though. Like, I, I became a senior VP at age 28, and things yeah. happened very quickly for me. Right. But I think deep down inside, I knew I was an artist, but I felt like I had to prove something to my parents. Right. So really f quick, funny story. So most Chinese-American children are expected to be lawyers, doctors, professors, accountants, and all my siblings are those things. So when I decided to go into the entertainment industry, you know, I was black an overachiever. Yeah, black sheep, <laughs> black sheep. So I was an overachiever because I wanted to make them feel like I'd, I'd be okay. And then my father, um, I was working at Disney. I was an executive and he was talking to his friend on the phone and he goes, oh, Katie's fine. Yeah, 
she works at Disneyland. And I'm like, I don't work at Disneyland. I don't scoop ice cream at Carnation Garden. So anyway, I was like, I mean, after all that, and he thinks I work at Disneyland. Anyway, to make a long story short, one day I decided to throw a dinner party for some clients, but I had forgotten how to cook. So I called my mom. I kept asking her questions, and she was like, this is ridiculous. So she got on a plane with frozen lemon chicken. She showed up on my doorstep. She cooked the whole meal, but she let she let everyone think I had cooked it. Oh, my God. She was just that kind of mom. She opened my fridge, found only champagne and yogurt, was completely mortified. So uh, she set out to teach me how to cook again. And through a series of dinner parties, uh, my friends were like, you make this look so easy. You should do book together. And I was like, we should do book together. But I saw an opportunity to finally get to know my mom because she was so busy. We barely knew each other. I was not happy in my career at the time or with my then husband. So I decided to leave my husband and quit my job as a senior VP all in the same month. I love it. I love it. I just changed everything. You know, I always do that thing in my life too. Usually it's everything goes at once and then, you know, you get all the stuff over with and then you start your new chapter, right? Well, I had an acting coach and he said, sometimes you have to go crazy to become sane. Wow. That's interesting. I like that. And And it was so it was liberating, right? Because everyone thought I went crazy, so it gave me permission to do all these wonderful, exciting, creative things with my mom. Yeah, so you had this bonding moment with her. Plus, you got to do what you really do love, and it's obviously in your DNA to be a chef. You know, coming from her, you know, so it's in your genes, right? Well, I had to rediscover it. Yeah, the passion had to be reignited and I think the passion then led to my purpose but that's the process that had to take place yeah but then you two end up doing a tv show together Right? We did. We did. Yeah, so Double um, Happiness. I love the that's name. That's right. Right. Yeah. And uh, we had a show on PBS called Double Happiness. It was a mother-daughter cooking and cultural show. How cool is that? I mean, had you not stepped away from entertainment and done this, you wouldn't have had all these wonderful memories created with your amazing mother. Oh, I know. I yes, mean, I... That is I, so beautiful. I just, I trusted yeah. my gut and my instinct, but it was really through cooking in those quiet moments that she opened up and talked to me about her life in China, about her hardships, about being in an arranged marriage to my father. Oh, my gosh. The discrimination she faced as a woman and a minority, you know, in business. Oh, she must have felt so liberated when she came to the U.S. And then she had these people back her and create the restaurants. And, I mean, she must have thought she was like in dream world. Well, but through it all, she was so humble. And gracious. But also bear in mind, when you're an immigrant woman back in the day Mm -hmm. and you have a heavy accent, you know, people treat you like you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. So she had to outwit at every turn. Wow. Right. Yeah. So just oh no, it couldn't have been an easy journey for sure. Even with all the good things that happened her way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. So she was I mean, truly remarkable. So everything I do now I do to try to honor her culinary legacy. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. And you did a book together. You did the TV show together. And then you've done some of your own books. Uh, tell me about that. Like, where can where can people get your books? What is your newest one that you'd like to talk about? Thanks. So including the book that my mom and I did together, um, I've done five books. And my latest wow. cookbook is called Katie Chin's Global Family Cookbook. It's available on Amazon and all fine booksellers. It's 170 globally inspired recipes. Oh, wow. Because my belief is food and cooking is a gateway for children to learn about other cultures 
and yeah. learn how to break bread and embrace our differences instead of, you know, alienating each other. Right. So I felt like it was really timely. Yeah, and this is one of the things everybody has in common, right? Food. Food, love, family. This is what we all have in common. So what a yeah, it's a bridge maker. It's our greatest yeah common denominator yeah i feel but i will say, i just want to say though there's nobody that doesn't love food <laughs> you know everybody loves food so yeah. uh i will say though when she did pass away 14 years ago mm-hmm. my mother had you know such a reputation as a famous chef and restaurateur so of course the book deal we got together was very very easy to get but because my platform wasn't very strong at the time when my yeah. mother passed away it was really hard for me i mean yeah, it was you had to build it up it was i mean i faced yeah. rejection i wanted to climb into a little hole you know yeah. I was, <laughs> and i'm so glad you're sharing this honest feedback because there are people out there you know wanting to write a book or start a blog or start their catering business or whatever and you know they have to know it takes grit and it takes persistence and don't give up and you're a proof of that well you know you have to have humility and you have to be willing to get up and also i like to say when one door closes climb through a window yeah Right. Because there's always another way. We pitched a show to Food Network because my mother and I did a special in China for Food Network. And I was all ready for us to do this show. And she had never done TV and our tape was not good. And I was like, I was so I like crawled in my bed. I was uh, I could Uh get out of bed. And then I realized, you know what? It's just not our time. Right. for Food Network. But I just, I looked up producers on the internet. I found a producer in Hawaii um, uh, that produced for PBS and I just called her up. Oh my God, I love that. And I'm like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. You might get rejection. They might ignore you. Yeah. They're not going to embarrass you or yell at you for calling them. Right. But it's, I mean, you, have you just to have lose. to, exactly, you just have to give it a shot and believe yeah. in yourself. Yeah. I think that is how it is, too, in my realm, like raising money for things, you know, movies or uh you know, right now we're raising money also for an off-Broadway show about female-driven characters. And, you know, all of that, you always have to uh, put aside um, the fear of asking, no matter what it is, uh, for the greater good of what you're doing, right? You know, so, and, you know, Andrea Quinn's great at this about teaching women to empower themselves. I I mentioned her because we both love her and follow her nine tools to accomplish anything, her quintessentials. But um, that being said, you know, you have to have that mindset that, and, and also about finding your people, right? If somebody says no, it's, it's not a no to you personally. It's just, they're not your people. Right. And you have to go find your people that say, you know what? That's a great idea. I want to get behind that, right? Exactly. And yeah. maybe it's just no right now. It right. could turn into yes. a yes. Absolutely. Some of it is just timing. And you're right yeah. in finding your people. Yes. Absolutely. That yeah. get you. But sometimes yeah. it takes 99 rejections, rejections, but then you get that one yes. Yeah. And I was just talking to another founder the other day about, you know, she finally had someone who's her people invest in her company. And she goes, oh, my God, Catherine, it makes all the difference because you don't want to take money from people invested in your company or opening your doors that aren't your people because it won't be fun. It won't That's be right. fun. It'll be a hardship. So better to surround yourself with your people. And people probably mean, well, what does that mean? And that's what I love about 
Andrea Quinn and her her book, The Quintessentials, and her program for women is because she teaches people how to identify who are your people. Mm-hmm. And that's so key in life to being happy is surrounding yourself with people who lift you up and fuel you, right? Most definitely. And I think you're really good at that. I well, think you're good at, at, at identifying your people. Well, I think we have that in common. Yes. You know, and, and what I like to say is yeah. I've had three husbands, yeah. no joke, mm-hmm. and eight careers. Yeah. So I've collected a lot of people along the way. <laughs> and I think also with age and maturity, you're yeah. more discerning. But one of my favorite analogies by Andrea Quinn is the whole dog wagging thing. When you meet somebody, particularly women, when you meet a woman, if your tail doesn't start wagging, <laughs> you just know, right? Your yeah. gut instinct tells you walk away. Right. Interesting. You know? I hadn't heard that one. I like that. And it has yeah. really stuck with me. Yeah. And I've mentioned it to and other it goes people. for men or women or just yes. people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You do get an inside feeling when you meet your people, right? right. And and there's it doesn't make other people wrong. It just means their people are their people and your people are your people. And that's what makes the world uh, operate better is everybody is working with their people. Right. And yeah. it's okay. Not yeah. everybody goes with everybody. Exactly. Exactly. So um, let's talk about, you know, I know you do uh, work with um, the Children's Cancer Foundation. Uh, Tell me about that. And also this other program you were telling me about, because I know, you know, every successful woman should be giving back and paying it forward. I think we both agree with that. Right. And and that's what you're doing. So let's talk about these two things that I know are near and dear to your heart. Great. Yeah, yeah. My mother really taught me that it's very important to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. And so I learned that from a very young age. Um, so I am the culinary ambassador for the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. Right. They're based and, in Florida. And why did you pick that? Both of my parents passed away due to cancer. So it's oh, a really important. Too. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you wanted to do something in that realm in, in their honor. Yes. I love that. Plus, yeah. being a chef, you know, I felt like I could I could make a direct impact as far as teaching people how to eat better, how yeah. to eat the rainbow, how yeah. to fill their bodies with phytochemicals and cancer-fighting ingredients. So what I do for a living could really make an impact. I so I do that. a lot of de- uh, recipe development. I make personal appearances. And right. I had been the uh, culinary ambassador for City of Hope, and that's why I got to go to the White House and wow. uh, cook at the for the annual Easter egg roll under the Obama administration. I just oh want to make God. that clear. I love that. <laughs> you know I, I mean? love that. So did you get to meet the Obamas? I did. Oh my God. Love them. It was wow, unbelievable. I yeah. Once in a lifetime. And they were the kindest, most charming. They just were like, thanks for coming here, Chef Katie. You go cook it off, girl. Now cook it off. And I was like, I had all the stuff I was going to say to them. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what I said. But I don't know. But we it all was, do that. That's was, so funny. Yeah, it was it was quite magical. So yeah. I'm really proud of the work I do for National Pediatric Cancer. That's awesome. And then now you have a new program that you're getting behind. I think you said you're on the board. Tell me about that. It's doing the education yes. for uh Asian history, right? <clears throat> yes, yeah. it's uh, called Teach AAPI. It's uh, I think it's been in existence for just about under two years, yeah. and it was founded by two moms based in Los Angeles. Um, but our goal is to integrate more AAPI curriculum into private and public schools. So, um, getting... and let's tell everybody what that means. That oh, acronym. okay. So, uh, yeah. Asia, uh, AAPI, Asian American Pacific Islander history that is not uh, traditionally taught in high schools wow, or that's... grade schools for that matter. So, creating uh, programs, actual curriculum uh, funded by 
sponsors and through mm-hmm. fundraising, uh, workshops, community events. So I've been really um, proud to be part of that organization. I love that. Yeah, and it's you a know. nationwide organization as well. But I Especially also- the way everything's being stamped out. I mean, with DeSantis and these people, you know, oh, trying I mean, to squash exactly. the history of people. Oh, it's, it's just, it, yeah. it's, it's just horrifying. But don't get me started on that. Let's focus I know. on the I positive. think we're on the same page about yeah. that, but also in light of all this, you know, um, yeah. Asian hate. Right. It starts with education. But and, thank God for the Academy Awards. Oh, I know. Oh, it was so great. It was I love to see. Yes. The, it was so exciting. The Asian actors rocked it and were gave the most beautiful speeches, and I was so excited. It was beautiful. It it was, was, I think it was the most beautiful Oscars I've ever seen. I know, especially yeah. coming off last year's, which we won't go into. But yeah. it was yeah. it was completely joyful, and it was it was really it, it brought yeah. tears to my eyes. And I also co-chair the um, AAPILA task force for Mayor Karen Bass's office as well. Oh, I love Karen Bass. You know, my wife and I did a fundraiser for her to become mayor. We are so thrilled. She's the first woman mayor yes. of L.A. I'm super excited about that. She rocks. Yeah, she yeah. really does. So uh, what would? We, how can we get people to follow you? Uh, you know, you're a mover and shaker and always here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> and I love it. And uh, uh, we can follow you on social where? I, I mean... Uh, LinkedIn. Right? Yes, yes. Katie so LinkedIn, Jin. I'm Katie Chin. Yeah. And then on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I'm at Chef Katie Chin. Okay, at, she- at Chef Katie Chin. And your company's called Walkstar, right? It is. It is. It's so cute. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. It's yeah. Walkstar Inc., but my catering business is Walkstar Catering. Love it. Now, your website I see is chefkatiechin.com. Yes. Well, yes. that's my blog. And then my catering oh. website is walkstarcatering.com. Okay, great, great. So we can look up Walkstar to get the catering. We can read your blog at Chef Katie Chin. Right. Beautiful. I love it. Do you like writing the blog? I'm Yes, but I, I do so many things. It's yeah, I don't do it as frequently as I should. Yeah, but if we were to go visit it, you tell what recipes and tips or what is it about? Oh yeah, it's um, all sorts of recipes focusing mainly on modern Asian cuisine, but pan Asian recipes, and all of my recipes usually have an anecdote associated with it. So I think my latest yeah. blog post is from the Kelly Clarkson show. So I talk about that experience, and there's photos of me with Kelly and Rita Wilson, of course, and her really long noodle. <laughs> and the recipe, you have to watch it to understand yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. And the and the recipes that I made on that segment. Right. Okay, great. Well, I mean, we just had you cater, like I said, our wrap party and the food. Everybody raved. It was phenomenal. So if you want to have the best Asian food ever, go check out uh, Katie's uh, recipes on her blog, um, chefkatiechin.com. And also, uh, you need to cater a party or event. She's your girl. Walk star catering. So um, thank you so much for being on. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Remember to invest in other women. That's what is going to make the world a better place. We need more women to be angel investors. Uh, That's the name of the show. You can follow me, Catherine Gray, uh, invest in her on Instagram. You can also follow She Angel Investors and visit us at uh, sheangelinvestors.com. And we have the new movie coming out, which is Show Her the Money. So be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for that as well. Show Her the Money and invest in her. Make it a great week, everybody. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Catherine.